You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. What is it they say? What's the saying? Once is an accident, twice is a coincidence, and three times is a pattern, right? Is this three times in a row or maybe more? that we've done a podcast episode here for you uh, lately. I'm. We are still working on our new processes, but I think as you can kind of tell, we've gotten a fair amount better at cranking these out. And hopefully you're finding these interesting, even though we're not doing kind of, I know we'll sprinkle in some of the um, uh, casual Friday webcast audio in here. And we've even got a webinar coming up that we'll try and post here on the, on the podcast. But uh, we're more consistent, and I think that's a good thing. And this week, we're talking about the leading economic index, or LEI. This is an indicator that I find really interesting uh, and, and always captures my attention because it's predictive. There's a, you know, a lot of indicators claim to be predictive, but the LEI uh, – it's just one of those that always catches my attention. And you can go on Twitter, you can Google whatever you want. Everybody's got a take on the LEI, although I would say right now that take is pretty consistent. But what I want to do is get through what the LEI is and then talk about kind of what it might mean as we go forward. Because in the world of economics, there are many indicators that are used to predict future economic trends. But and I think a lot of people would agree. I certainly think that one of the most of these important of these indicators is the leading economic index. Because uh, what we're going to do, and as I mentioned, we're going to talk about what it is, how it works, and why it's an under uh, why it's important for understanding kind of the state of the economy and where markets might be headed as well. So first, let's define what the leading economic index is. Uh, the LEI, leading economic index, I'll just call it LEI from here on out. Is it's a composite index of several economic indicators that are used to forecast changes in the economy. It's published monthly by the conference board. It's an, that's an independent research organization. And the LEI is designed to provide a snapshot of the overall health of the economy, and it's made up of 10 different components that are forward-looking. These include average weekly hours worked uh, in manufacturing, initial claims for unemployment insurance, new orders for consumer goods and services, stock prices, building permits. It, it's used by businesses and policymakers to gauge the direction of the economy and make informed decisions based on economic trends. In fact, I'm, I'll just list the 10 components because what you will hear how they're forward-looking, right? The un, Like the unemployment rate is backward-looking. It's like where we were months ago with what was going on in unemployment. But you can see that for something like building permits for new private housing units, those are permits. That's that's something that happens before economic activity takes place. That's why this is – I think this is an awesome index to, to watch. Okay, so here are the 10. I already mentioned the building permits for new private housing units. Another one, average weekly hours worked in manufacturing. I mentioned that already. Average weekly initial claims for unemployment insurance, manufacturers' new orders for consumer goods or materials, the ISM index for new orders, manufacturers' new orders for non-defense capital goods, that excludes aircraft orders, stock prices, the 500 common stocks, that's the stock market is a leading indicator, the leading credit index, the interest rate spread, 
Um, so the 10-year treasury bonds less the Fed fund rate. And consumer expectations for business conditions. Now, you the, the LEI is calculated by aggregating all of these indicators and then using a mathematical formula to derive a single composite index number. Each component's given a weight based on its relative importance in predicting the future direction of the economy. So, for example, the stock market might be given a higher weight than the average weekly hours worked in manufacturing since changes in the stock market tend to have a greater impact on the economy as a whole. So this is a weighted index. So after all the components are combined and the mathematical formula is applied and the index is created, the number that results is used to predict the future direction of the economy. If the index is increasing, it's a sign that the economy is likely to grow in the coming months. If the index is decreasing, it may indicate that the economy is headed towards a recession. And these indicators are considered leading because they tend to change before the overall economy changes. There are leading indicators. There are coincident indicators. There are lagging indicators. And the individual components of the, this index, the LEI, are chosen because they have a strong correlation with the overall state of the economy and can, like I said, predict future economic trends. In fact, the LEI is designed to predict economic trends six to nine months in advance. By tracking the movements of the LEI, economists, policymakers, investors can try and gain insight into which way we're headed. So why is the LEI important? Well, it, it, as I mentioned, it's a valuable tool for, for everybody because it really provides early signals about the direction of the economy. Um, you can analyze the components of the LEI and gain some insight into various sectors and industries. So, for example, the LEI is rising. That's going to indicate the economy is poised to grow. It's positive for stocks and other maybe riskier assets. Uh, conversely, if the LEI is declining, that could sig signal an economic slowdown or recession. Might lead investors to shift their investments or be more defensive, right? The LEI is also used for policymakers to guide their decisions about monetary policy. So if the Federal Reserve might use LEI to determine when to raise or lower interest rates, and that can have – we're seeing that it has a significant impact on the economy. Kind of just to summarize the first part of this, the LEI, it, it's important, right? I think you've gathered that. By adding all these economic forward-looking indicators into an index, it gives everybody a little bit of insight what's coming down the road. So that begs the question here. What is the LEI saying right now? Well, the conference board's LEI for January was released in uh, here in February. Was as as the recording of this uh, podcast, it's about ten days ago, and the index declined three tenths of a percent for the month, and nearly six percent for the past year, which is actually a slight improvement from the one year change. Uh, from the previous month. But despite those signs of improvement, the conference board noted that their LEI has exhibited the depth, duration, and dispersion that has acted as a reliable indicator of elevated recession risk in the past. Read, the LEI is telling us a recession's on the way, and it's pretty reliable, especially when you view it in combination with the yield curve inversion, which we've talked about already. And it's not only that. Bloomberg's latest survey of economists has left a similar impression. And in Bloomberg's February survey, the U.S. and global growth expectations for 2023 had improved but remained pretty tepid. The median estimate of the likelihood of recession in the next year, actually, in, in the Bloomberg survey, ticked down from 65% January to 60% February. Positive direction, but still elevated risk. And despite improvement, recession remains 
more likely than not, as markets price in a more aggressive Federal Reserve policy as the Fed continues to try and tame inflation. So what's the market takeaway in an elevated in a period of elevated risk, whether it's the LEI, Bloomberg survey? Well, the weakness in leading indicators at roughly where the current level is right now have actually signaled near-term risk for markets with six-month forward returns below average. So in the short term, things are a little bit dicey. But if you look out over the next year, economic signals may have reached a level where weakness is so apparent that it might actually be good for markets in the long term, right? Bad news is good news, sort of. I think you get the short-term weakness and long-term positive results. So I'm I'm actually going to link to a chart in the show notes that shows what the current level of LEI is about where the divergence is between the historical S&P 500 performance over the next six and 12 months is the widest. And indicators suggest choppy markets in the near term, but market appreciation by the end of the year. So the way you look at this specifically is that we look at the key declining crossovers for the LEI, the one-year change moving below key level for the first time in over a year. The sample here is small, it can be taken only as a rough guide to the potential outlook. But then you also, well, currently you look at the year-over-year change in the LEI and it crossed below both the 5 and 6% levels. And so if you look at the chart, you'll see that the returns over the next six months remain pretty muted. But it's we're also at the level at which returns over the next 12 months on average start to look pretty attractive. And so despite this small sample, I think the assessment of market risk historically related to LEI is is sensible and generally in line with what the other indicators are sort of watching here. So there's some reason for optimism over the next 12 months, even if the potential damage and higher interest rates haven't worked its way totally through the economy just yet. So keep in mind that the near-term equity markets have come pretty far, even though we've given some back here in the second half of February. We've come pretty far pretty fast, and the economic outlook still has plenty of downside risk. Now, looking a year out, I think it's it's reasonable to m- maintain some cautious optimism, but history says markets still have some rough patches in front of us, and we have to get through those rough patches before we can get to that 12-month average positive-looking number. You know, that's in front of us here. So short-term pain, long-term gain. You know, this is a whole lot of hair splitting and and data parsing to come to that conclusion where, yeah, short-term, it might be kind of rough. Long-term, the prospects are getting better and better by the day. And that's true whether you're looking at equity markets or fixed income. So I, I love the LEI. I look at it all the time. It's one of the several indicators that I think are good. Whether you're using LEI, point figure charting, Dow theory, it almost looks like every single thing is pointing in the same direction. I do get a little bit skeptical when every single data point and every single indicator and every single index we have points at the same thing. And in this case, points to a recession here coming close and then uh, a bounce in the longer term. Um, which of those is wrong? I don't know. It could be, could it be the short term that we don't actually have a recession? We can get into landings maybe in the next one because everybody talks about are we hard landing, soft landing, no landing, which is no landing's idiotic. But either way, you know, we you 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 go through all of these indicators and you have a few that always become your favorites, and the LEI is one of mine to look at. And has proven in history to be pretty reliable, especially when taken with some other fairly historically reliable indicators to tell us where we're headed. And again, that lands us with short-term pain and maybe long-term gain. We'll see. 
I'm going to leave it there. I'm glad we could keep this rolling for everybody. If you have questions, you can always email us at info at FordFG.com. My name is Brian Ullman, and I look forward to talking to you in the next one. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with, and securities are offered through, LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Perennial Investment Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Ford Financial Group and Perennial Investment Advisors are separate entities from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only, and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance reference is historical, and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged, and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success, or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group, Perennial Investment Advisors, and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.